Father, we thank you for your word today, God. Father, we thank you that it, it will not return void, but it will accomplish everything that it's sent to do, Father God. We just thank you, Father God, for the spirit of truth. We, want to, we, are, we are your sheep, Father God. We hear your voice, and the voice of a stranger we will not follow. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. How to hear the voice of God. So many times, so many uh, people are always asking me, is this God, is that God, did God say this, did God say that? We should know what God's saying when He says it all the time. We should always know what He's saying if He's talking to us. So this is something that is going on because people have been listening to the voice of man for so long, or to other voices, or they're out of the will of God. And the Bible says that the Word is a lamp unto our feet. When we're following the known will of God, is, is when we clearly hear the unknown will of God. His voice is living waters. On the path of righteousness is provision, revelation, peace, clarity, trust, and patience. Off the path is confusion, anxiety, loneliness, misunderstanding, arguments, dryness. I know many, so many, have heard God's voice so clearly, even said, God said. But, you see, they, they do what they said, now they're in a place, and in the, in the, they didn't do what God said, so now they're in a place like in the belly of the whale, a uh, fish. Even, they'll tell you, God will tell you where to live, where to work, where to go. That's what that's the unknown will of God. And we're gonna get into that. It's like we have the word of God and we have the unknown word of God where he tells us personal things. But then we have the, the known will of God. And the problem is most people don't even know the known will of God. And it's impossible when you don't know the known will of God to know the unknown will of God, because that means you're walking in your own your own path, your own way, because Jesus said that my word is a lamp unto our feet. So that's where all the confusion is. People aren't following the Word. They're following some man. They might be following a church. They might be following, you know, stuff on Facebook, but they're not following the Word of God because God will talk to you. That's what the whole thing is. But when we get off, God doesn't dwell in darkness. The Word is a lamp unto our feet. So it says that when, when, we, when we go where, and then we get stuck, out of the will of God. How do we get fear? Well, God says to do something, then we get afraid. Well, where's the money going to come from? How am I going to do it? Where am I going to work? Well, how am I going to do this? And then we do that, and the devil's like, the devil's speaking now, because now you're, you're basically meditating on unbelief, or meditating on a powerless God. You're meditating on things you shouldn't be, because once he says something, you just do it. And that's where the provision lies. That's where the peace lies. That's where, and that's where the whole problem is. Everyone never has a problem hearing God at the first time. Clearly, it's obeying Him. And then when we don't obey Him, that's when all this stuff... And then we turn around and say, well, years later we even forget why we're in the mess we are. And we say like, well, um, the, we say, you know, oh, the devil's attacking me. And most of the time... It's because of you, or you've been, uh, you didn't obey God, so now you're in, in, in disobedience, and it's very simple, and the, the awesome thing about in the New Testament, 
as we're in grace, we can find out, seek God, and repent, and we continue to or to continue to walk in that way. He said, "So it's because." And then what happens? And because of pride and a mindset's in doctrine and rebellion, and then pride can't can't see because pride can't say that I didn't I'm off the mark or whatever so pride stops us from actually hearing God again but really the worst part of it is when we blame the devil is when we get off the path we don't hear him like we used to it wasn't the devil that had Jonah be swallowed up by the fish was it it was God. It wasn't the devil, but it was his pride. It's pride when we want to blame the devil because we can't blame ourselves. How many of us say, oh, it's my fault? Oh, yeah, I was supposed to be here or be there. And then James, it even talks about the Lord telling us where, what direct path we're going to go on. So basically, everybody wants to wake up every day and hear God. Do I go here? Do I go here? Just live life. It's the things that he's told. He doesn't tell us what to eat for breakfast. He, some people like to say he does, what color to dress. I mean, if you seek the Holy Spirit and he wants to tell you, I've seen people coordinate clothes by the Spirit, but they're just being led by the Spirit. I don't think they, you know, if you have all that time to seek God for those things, then you should know a lot more. <laughs> but those things in our life, those pivotal things, Move here, work here, go here, do this, do that, don't go, don't marry this person, don't marry this person, are major things. And those are the, from the unknown will of God. But in the Word of God, we get our relationships so we can do those things, so we can live out the will of God for our particular life. Not everybody's going to live in the same city, but we're all in the body of Christ all over the world. Not everybody is, is basically going to be in the same congregation not everyone's going to be in the same but we all can be under in the will of God and that's where God does all that's where God does all the striving all the stuff because in his in his will is is peace and joy so many people didn't obey God and now they're in back doing drugs stuck doing this having a bad job broke, going from job to job, on unemployment, because it wasn't the sin, it was the disobedience that got the, the, the tempter to come in their life to tempt them because they're out of the will of God because God says He'll do whatever to push you back to Him in humility so you obey Him. Because our lives are not our own, we're bought with a price, so we're supposed to live. And that's why the more we know God and the more we walk with Him, the more we need to know His voice and the more we know when the minute we step out, we can get back in. But a lot of people aren't even in a church or go to anywhere that even preaches the full con counsel of the Word of God. And their whole life is out of the will of God. And they're always facing that. So they just begin to do things and they just call themselves Christians. But they're not really, they're not really, don't even, their destiny is the American dream and to be prosperous and just be a nice person and tell people that they're Christians. But I think God has a plan for everybody's life. It says it in the yes. Bible that He has a plan for our life. So his job, once we're born again, is to get us on track to his will and not our own. So the whole thing that we, people all the time, 
And I could take you on a journey through all the messengers and is this, is this person. We should know the minute a minister opens his mouth if they're from the Holy Spirit. But you won't if all you've been hearing is man's doctrine and then doing your own thing and listening to the formulas and this and that. You don't know the, the voice anymore because when you got born again and saved, you didn't really follow the Word. You followed tradition, religion. Maybe um, you didn't follow nothing. You just went to, you know, to hear the Word of God on Sunday, and and sometimes the guy was preaching the Word of God. Sometimes he was just telling a story, or that's not going to help you hear the Word of God. The anointing breaks the yoke. The anointing keeps you on the path of God, and the anointing is 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 God on our life to 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 walk in holiness and truth. So we, of course. So the devil and pride, we won't, we'll blame the devil. God's, God said only time we can blame the devil, God told me this before, the only time we can blame the devil is when we are possessed by the devil. <laughs> because, and if we got possessed by the devil, it's be also because it was our fault before that. The only time the devil really has full control is if you possess someone, then they don't know where they're going to go, and they just, they're just nuts. And you can say, well, the devil made him do that because they're at a place where they need a full-out deliverance and something, but they've gotten to a point. But nobody, nobody is born being possessed by the devil. Some people might have things in their life through family, generational things, where the devil has more access to things, but and some might have that, but to be to a place where you've been a Christian to be somewhere that's turning lunatic is because you've allowed the devil in through sin and everything. And the devil knows those that God wants and, and has been in relationship with or, or, or has called on the name of Jesus. He just doesn't say, like, okay, I lost that one. He goes twice as hard at those ones. Not in that aspect, that's what he does. But if you're walking on the path of righteousness and you're walking in the light... He really can't do nothing, so he gets you off the path. And you yourself get yourself off the path. Then he has access to do what he does. But he's there waiting right on the side of the path to get you off the path. The minute you step a little bit off. That's that's but if you're on the path, he hates the light. So the Bible says, and then here we have this is so our choices determine our future. God's righteousness fills us with him, not the world. You say God is trying to teach me something. Yeah, to listen and obey first. That's what He's teaching us. We were created to hear His voice. We were created to hear His voice. Psalms 119, verse 104 to 106 says, Through thy precepts get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. The Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And who is the Word? Jesus says, I am the Word, I am the light that come into the world. And all them that knew me before do not know me. That I am, my light guides you, says I am the living Word. Eat my flesh, drink my blood, and you'll have life in you. That I am the living Word, that you continue to eat me to follow my Word. That's what people don't understand. It isn't a prayer. It's, there's no way to not get in confusion and, and, and things when we're really Christians. But are we... Are we all really believers? Because believers believe the Word and they fear it because if you believe it, you believe in the consequences as well. So I think we are, there's a lot of unbelieving, procla- proclaimed Christians 
that don't understand that they're, they've never really come into the full knowledge of who they are, what God has for them, and what their plan, God's plan is for their life because they have their own plan. They just want God to bless their plan. And they live in this constant place of, of confusion. And I see it all, 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 all over. And then they still, you tell them, well, you need to do this and that. They say, they still, well, no. I don't think, I don't feel it's God. Well, you just said you're confused and you don't know what God's saying. And now you try to speak the word in their life and bring correction. And then, oh, I don't feel that's the Lord for me. <laughs> it's like they try to bring the word in because it's the known will of God for them. And then all of a sudden, no, no, that's not, that's not for me. John 10. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not in the door of the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and they call his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. Out of what? Out of the world. We are lost sheep in the world, and we meet Jesus, and He leads us out of the world. And that's what the Word of God does. It comes and it brings, it, it cuts off the flesh and it cuts off the things of the world that we can hear God clearer and clearer as we grow in Him. And we hear Him very clear when we're young because we're in the perfect will of God. When you just get saved, you're in the perfect will of God because you don't know anything yet. It's the more you know and you disobey, it's when you get out of the will of God and you wonder what happened. I used to be on fire for God. I used to do this. I used to hear God so clearly. And people think there's something wrong with God or He's mad. He, he's not really mad. He's just like, I'm over here where, I, where you left me on the path of righteousness. Come back. So He says, The porter opens and the sheep hear His voice in the, and they call out this sheep by name and leadeth them out. And when He putteth forth His own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. The parable he spoke Jesus unto them, but they understood not what thing they were which he spoke unto them. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. Right before that he said that the shepherd goes in, by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. And he says the porter opens the door. Well, we're, we are the porter of, I believe all of us, for every one of us, each of us to be. What did Jesus say to, uh, God say to Cain and says, uh, and he said, am I my brother's keeper? We are each other's keepers, so we're door, door keepers for each other to protect each other. So what are, what are door porters? Well, in Nehemiah, it talks about porters, and we'll get into that, and also talks about porters. And if Jesus is the door, He gives us access to go in to Him and through Him and to lead others through that door. Jesus is the door. Like in Christ, we go in, but He uses us to get other people to go in. So there's things we do. You, we, we see, and we don't waste our time. You don't let a hireling in to the fold. 
you chase them away, right? So if you, if we're each other's keeper, and there's a wolf that comes, we don't say, oh, come in the pack, open the door, and come in and have, have, have fun. And that's what we're supposed to do. But the only way to do that is to be in the will of God and be able to see. So nobody understands. So everyone that's seeing gets in trouble by the ones that, that gets ridiculed or persecuted by the ones that don't see. And say, hey, what? you judgmental. You do this. No, we see. You need to see. And if you're not seeing, there's a problem. And he said, so uh, he says, so the sheep follow him, and they, they know his voice. They know his voice. Let's say they might know his voice. They could know his voice. Maybe in three years from now, they'll know his voice. But I know sheep know the voice of a shepherd because they're with them, the shepherd all the time. And the shepherd's leading them. And they trust the shepherd because the shepherd never has let them down. The shepherd didn't let them drink the dirty canal waters of the dead dead waters that are sitting there, the still waters, he didn't drink that, he took them to the living water, the pure water that comes from heaven. The shepherd leads them to the green pasture and say, go eat the weeds. So, so after a time and a bit, they start to trust certain people. And you know those that are of God because they lead you to the right way. They don't lead you astray. Others come and you're like, well, that sounds good, but you should know the voice of a stranger and not follow it. Many of you, even in this room, begin to follow voices of strangers all the time in your in your walk because we get we get excited. We're gonna say the grass is green on the other side. Well, if you really got there, it's got tons of weeds. Because the side that God is at is where you are. And if you're there, you need to stay where God is and let him lead you. And I've seen, you know, this, this is a, 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 and then people have said, oh, God told me. And then two months later, it's like, well, where are they now? What happened? God told me this. And everyone bear witness. It's like, okay, well, why didn't you obey him? And then later, it's like, oh, the devil attacked me, took me out. It's like, well, if you would have obeyed God, I guarantee you the devil couldn't touch you. Yeah. And that's what's going on all over the place. Yeah. Finances. Well, you didn't obey God in the Word with your finances. Now you're always having trouble with your finances. Oh, you didn't obey God with forgiving someone. Now you're unforgiving. Now you're having a problem because it all goes back to the Word. The known will of God will keep us in the peace, joy, and righteousness of God. And then He'll lead us into our destiny. He leads us into provision. He leads us into everything that He has for us. Or we lead ourselves because of pride. And I mean, it's 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 this is simplicity, but you wouldn't un, you wouldn't believe how many people don't even know a, a false prophet preaching and someone that's preaching by the Spirit of God. Because people ask me all the time, I said, "Really?" And I'm like answering all these questions all the time because I want to help them. And then people, some people would say, "Well, who do you think?" Well, they're, I I hear their voice, I see them. They 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 don't they don't they're not sheep. They look like sheep. They got a lot of love, but it's not real love. They got a lot of nice kind words, but they're not God words. They have a, not, a lot of grace they preach, but they got no truth. It's grace, truth, and love. You can't take one of the one of the you can't take them. He said, bind all three of them around your neck. So if someone just has grace and no truth, that's not the voice of the Father. That's right. He's 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 balanced with grace, truth, and love. Amen. And Jesus is Moses came by the law, and Jesus came by grace, truth, and love. 
Truth. Truth. What is truth? That's what we're going to get into. What is truth? Well, it's Jesus right. and the Word. That's right. And if you're full of it, you're truth. And you better be filled with more truth. Because what is in you will come out of you. Unless we just have other things that we're, we're following, then we're just going to have mixture coming out. And all we're doing is bringing confusion. It's better we don't minister when we have half of other things in us. We're not ready to minister. Also, the Bible says, He that has ministry, wait on your ministry. But the Bible said, go and preach to the whole world. Yeah, so you have that in one scripture, you have that. So what do you know? You need to hear the voice of God for you. Some scripture said, wait till you receive power from on high. So you read that one day, and if you're not, if you're not, if you're not in the will of God, you're going to be, be living by the letter and, and be out of the will of God too. Because you're doing the letter out of your timing. See, there's, there's parts of the letter that are God's, God's uh, direction, and some of them are just spoken things, too. Well, read the word. No women speak in the church. Well, then, oh my gosh. Right? So, now, what is the Spirit of God saying? You need the known, well, you need the revelation of it, and you also need the context of the heart and what is going on in the situation. And God now has prophets and preachers and messengers and apostles to, to speak for now. Just like Paul spoke for then. To understand more what's going on now. The Word is saying, oh, seducing spirits creep in the church. This comes there. There's wolves among us. They're going to come in all the, all the time. So how do you know? You need to know Him. And you need to trust him. And when someone's speaking, if, if it's the voice of God, your spirit should know already. Right. If not, you need more discernment. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and God says, ask for wisdom, and He'll give it to you. They'll overflow you with it. Yeah. And if you are getting confused, maybe you're, 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 you're man-pleasing. Maybe you're seeking things out there from people that you shouldn't even be listening to. Because mm-hmm. the only way you get confused is listening to the wrong voices. Satan comes to confuse you through man, even through other things. So, yeah, I could talk to someone two weeks later. They come with us. I was like, who have you been listening to? Oh, well, I've listened to this. I read this. Well, there's your problem. It wasn't the voice. It had some scriptures. It, it sounded good. But now you're confused because God's Spirit's not on it. Because God's Spirit and His Word cuts. And faith comes by hearing his word and his word in you. You're in the un- when he says, This is your wife, marry her, you have faith in that because you heard his voice. And it wasn't the devil. See, some people hear the devil saying something like that. Because the more you get away from God and the, and the written word, you don't even know his voice. And you heard something, it's something you liked. It's called counter, he's counterfeit. He can try to sound just like him. And if you haven't been with him a long time, you don't really know what he sounds. But those sheep Man. are with him all day long. The shepherd's there. They don't run. They don't. They don't run too far. And the one that runs off, the God runs after them if they're being deceived. But if they make make the wrong choice, and eventually what he does, God breaks their legs, not the devil. The shepherd breaks the sheep's legs, right? Finally gets that wayward sheep, and that's what's going on. Facebook, a lot of wayward brothers and sisters, and they say, hey, come follow me over here. We had fun over here. You should see what we saw over here. And all of a sudden, 
they get a few more sheep, and they're over there, and now they're away from where, the whole fold, and they're hearing the devil whispering in their ear, and all of a sudden they're doing what they want. Oh, this is freedom. Freedom. We're over here. Look, look at all them. They're getting hit and beat over in the day. And they're over there looking and say, look, they got to stick with the pack. they got to do this. they got to do that. And, oh, it is. It's just the Word of God. Now look at you as a human. It's for, your, for our good. So we don't have to do nothing. Our freedom is with our Father. Our freedom is with my shepherd, not with me going out there and being a prodigal and going and doing what I want, I want for a season and trying to pull people with me because, and then use the false church or use religion or control or witchcraft that's in the, uh, a lot of the mainstream church to, 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 to entice you. Then what they'll do is they'll use some truth to get you to do what they're doing when actually you're doing what you're supposed to do. And that's what God wants you to do. Just do what you're supposed to do. That's where your peace is. In the Holy Spirit. It's peace, joy, and righteousness. So he says, I am the door, by me, any... Okay. And then all that that came before me are thieves and robbers. The sheep did not hear them. See, a lot of the people Jesus picked, they didn't want to go. Peter wasn't going to hang out with those Pharisees and Sadducees. They're all supposed to do their... They're all Jewish. They're all supposed to follow them. All of them are supposed to go to the... And the most of the ones Jesus picked were the ones that didn't want nothing to do with religion. Mm-hmm. Want nothing to do with that. And most ones that were just getting so in love with the world, he's like, you know, I can, I can use them. They weren't hypocrites. Religious people are basically, the leaven of that is hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And that's basically when, when people don't want to hear any Christians anymore because they're, they see hypocrisy. Hypocrisy... Is not is not of God. Hypocrisy is is of the devil. It's it's of pride. They say they because they know this, but they don't live it. That's right. That's right. And God's not going to be speaking to people that don't live what That's they right. preach. That's right. So He said, "I am the door, and by me any any man that enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pastor." The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. Green pastors. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose, whose own the sheep are not. So he's saying whose own the sheep are not. Seeth the wolf coming, and leadeth the sheep, and fleeth, for the, for the wolf catcheth them, and scatters the sheep. So there's a lot of wolves, and then false prophets just want to prophesy for money. Just want to prophesy for that. They don't want to prophesy for protection. They don't say, hey, you're out of the will of God, that's why you're going through this. No. Then they'll get the door shut on their face. They want to say, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be this. So they become hirelings. Because now they just want to be have open doors by man, not by God, so they can get an offering. So they're not really protecting the sheep. They become hirelings. So they're hired like the spirit of Balaam. They're in it for the money. Balaam would have sold out, you know, for the money. So what do they become? False prophets. Because why? They're prophesying out of the presumption and the goodwill and of what people want to hear. Now God's prophets... Prophesy very well, and they'll give you an edifying word when you need it. But if you're full of pride and full of yourself, that's the last thing you need is another good word. 
And if you're doing the right thing, that should, that should please you enough when you're in the Word of God that you hear His voice. In the voice of a stranger, you won't. See, the problem is everyone's running for a word because they're not hearing God anymore. So they all want to get a word from a prophet because they're not hearing it for themselves. And they know that they've done something wrong. So of course we want to hear God and of course we want to get it right. But what we really need to do is repent, find out where we went off the, went off the path, and go right back on. And God will be there. And you'll begin to build your relationship with Him again. And you'll hear His voice because He, he died for us to, to be, to, for Him to lead us into, in, 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 on the narrow way. He didn't. He, he, he loves to do that. So the things, a lot of the things that we're going through, yeah, the devil might be involved in it now, but it wasn't. It, God initiated it because we're out of His will. What did He say to Paul to that one that wouldn't stop fornicating with the married person? Turn them over to the devil, that he can basically the devil will bring him back to me in repentance because it's going to be tough on him. And he'll find out what sin, what sin really will do because he's under protection and he's under the grace of God. And he's like, well, I'm doing this. And God's mercy and grace finally, God waits and tells him, do you know this is sin? He recognized it's sin. And then he knows, well, and then trying to get other people to say he's not going to stop. And then it's like, okay, wait, you can't be part of this because you're, you're, you're bringing spirits in or doing things. So turn him over that he can be, his spirit can be saved. Let his flesh get into destruction. That's the love of God. And then Jonah, getting God sent a fish, swallowed him up. First of all, got him thrown off the... I mean, the whole thing. And you say, oh, the devil did this. Well, a lot of our storms are created by ourselves, And we need to... Because there's no storms in the, in the path. And there's peace, joy, and righteousness. I'm not saying that the enemy won't come. I'm not saying that God won't put you in the fire. I'm not saying that God won't shake you just because He's changing your heart. But you'll know it's Him and He'll be speaking to you and He'll bring you through it. Amen. Iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another. But he that is a hired is not the shepherd whose own sheep are not. And seeth the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catches them. And scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is a hireling and cares not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I am known of my sheep. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And then Jesus goes a step further for us and says, Lay down our life for our friend. What greater love does one have than lay down our life for our brother? Jesus said that. So this is the greatest love to lay down our life, our will, our way for each other. That's how we really possess the love of God. So Jesus did for all of us what He wants us to do for each other. And this is not, not, not a physical death and putting ourselves on a cross. It's our, our will, our way, and, and, and submitting to the Word of God and, 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 and loving our brothers and sisters. Laying down our life, our desires, our will, everything that we want for Him. And they, and they said, they shall hear my voice. They, they are, okay, and, and the, other, the other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, the other sheep that I have, that are not of this fold, them I also must bring. Who is he talking about? He, I, I believe he's talking about, there's the Jewish people, and he's talking about the, the us, that are being brought in to the fold. The, when Jesus said that I go into all the world and preach to every creature the gospel of Jesus Christ, 
that anyone that calls on the name of Jesus shall be saved, and I'm going to bring the Gentiles in, the one new man in Christ Jesus. And he's talking about you and me. We're here today. We need to hear his voice. He says, and, and they shall hear my voice. And there shall no one be, they shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore does my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man take it from me, but I lay it down myself, that I have power to lay it down. And I have power to take it up. This is the commandment I have received from my Father. There was division. Therefore again among the Jews, them saying, And many of them said, He has a devil and is mad. He's crazy. Why you hear him? Because they're sheep. The other ones weren't. We're going to get really into that. Jesus proclaims it very clearly. Why, they're asked, why are all these people here? Because well, they're sheep. Did the people get confused and try to follow the Pharisees? No. Why do we? And many of them said, he has a devil. And he says, why you hear him? Others said, these are not the words of him that has a devil. Can the devil open the eyes of the blind? And it was at Jerusalem the feast of the dedication, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. Then came the Jews round about him and said unto him, How long dost thou us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. And Jesus answered and said to them, I told you, and you believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you believe not, because you are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them. This is for every one of us. This is for today. And if people don't hear you, if you're speaking of Jesus, they're maybe not his sheep. There's a lot of people that are not his sheep. Because his sheep hear his voice in the voice of a stranger. Now, if they're rebellious sheep, they need to repent. My, he, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. That's the key right there. Who is me? He's the word, right? So our brothers and sisters that are following him, are they really? There's something about following the word and following a religion or following a, a denomination or following something. There's a big difference. Oh, I go to church. Well, that, I mean, basically some of them today are so carnally focused. Why do you go? If, if it, oh, uh, you know, they got, you know, good entertainment for the kids and they do this. And they, all, it's, you got to see, I go because there's the Word of God is in the midst. Because if not, is that really, what is the reason people, because, it says, few there will follow. When Jesus starts really preaching the word, they, they drop their stones. Others leave and turn around John, in John 6 and follow him no more. There, it's not this, uh, this big mega happening. <laughs> Clearly in the word, Jesus continues to tell us. Because confusion will tell us, well... Why? Why? Why do you have so little? Why do so many people want to listen to the word of God? Because maybe they're not His sheep. He said, "Few there will follow." Does that change? 
Narrow is the way. So we're like, and we know who says because it bears witness in our spirit. Someone would say, right away someone talks or types something and says, that, that's not God. Well, it says all the scripture. Because you know. Because you know his voice. He doesn't speak like, he doesn't type like that. Now I can see there's, there's a confused Christian, but that's not the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit's not going to come against his word. That's right. Not even a little bit, not even a nudge. So you need to know the word. Amen. Well, how, how, how do you know that, brother? How do you know that's not God? Well, I just know it. Because it bears, doesn't bear a witness in my spirit that that's from the Spirit of God, even though it has Scripture. Anyone can... And that's the big thing now. Everybody, because people anointed all there, have a following, and people that follow them and do things, everybody wants that. Everybody craves that. That's why we have Twitter, Facebook, and all these things. So basically, when they don't have any revelation or truth, they're just going to post a lot of Scripture all the time. And then no one can complain about that, just redoing that. But when you actually give revelation of what that says and says, and you tell them to do it, then you're you're uh, you're only going to really have sheep follow you, because if the revelation is of God and not of man, and there's always a separation of the word of God, you're going to have people that really want to follow Jesus, and. Everybody wants to follow Jesus, but everybody doesn't, is what I'm saying. Everybody wants eternal life. Everybody wants abundant life. Everybody wants prosperity. Everybody wants that. But it's not just wanting it, it's following it. Everybody doesn't. Nobody wants to go to hell. And if you have any belief at all, of course you, you, you don't want that. The thing is, the hard part is to, to step in on the path and to keep following it. But it gets easier and easier because the more you know, the more you don't get... Everything comes in, in maturity. When you get the meat of the Word and not just going back to the sincere milk of the Word, but the meat of the Word, to where, and then you hear Him. You don't have to have dreams anymore even. You, don't, you just follow Him. And the minute you're not, you know it. There's a place where you don't even have to get revelatory things or hear God's audible voice. You just know because your spirit bears witness that you're following Him. Because you're in a relationship with him. And the minute you get off one little step, you know it. Right. You go. You don't have to go back ten years or three years or a year because the whole year has been, been a problem. Mm-hmm. And a lot. Of, and that's what it's been. It's been God will get the rebellion out of that word. He does it. He does it in, in correcting us, shaking us. Correction is not fun. We don't, well, he doesn't come down and put us in a room and beat us on our butt. And then say, okay, go back. And, and he, he corrects us by the world beating us sometimes. By people, mis- by not having that. By our flesh taking that. And things. It's not, he uses his creation to chasten us to get back on his path so we can fulfill his purpose and destiny. And I'm telling you, not everybody will end up doing that. Because, and they'll end up, and they'll ask it. And then what happens is, the ones that start hearing God even more, start getting blessed, start ministering, they get jealous and mad. And all they have to do is do that, because God has a plan for everybody. God has a blessing for everybody. God has everything for everyone. And everyone's not called to be apostle or, or that. Everyone's got something they got called, but everyone has something to do. But everyone, everyone's, God's plan is to bless everyone. 
you give everyone peace, joy, righteousness, they might not have the same ministry body function, but they all still have God. So what religion all that has, so well they have that because they're that. No. If they were a rebellious apostle, they're still going to be in their living room doing nothing. They're not, they don't have the things that they have because of what God gave them because everyone has... Then you'd be a respecter of gifts and you'd be a respecter of persons. Mm-hmm. There's good ministers and there are bad ministers. There's broke ministers and there's blessed ministers. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it all comes from obedience. Mm-hmm. So people need to stop trying to be something because they saw someone else be that and, and, and have their measure measuring that and they need to measure themselves to the Word of God and not other people. It's not wise to measure yourself among yourselves, the Word says. Why? Because you don't know where that person's been, what that person's done, and where they've been. You just see them now. Or you don't know what, where they're at because of what they did wrong and think you're so great. But maybe, and, and you, because we're all in different places. So we look to the Word of God and then we're all have, we all have places in our life to, be, to, to grow in and be better. So we don't say, because when people that look at other people... They get self-righteous and then they just think they're better. And then all of a sudden they end up, and then a year later, so what happened? And then a, a wolf comes and they start listening to the wrong voice and they're, they're, all about, they're, they're in a place where they're struggling again. And that's what pride will get you. It'll, pride will get you. God will knock you right down. It's better to stay low and let Him exalt us. And that's what He does. And we need to hear His voice. Because without hearing His voice, man... I mean, we get the Word of God here and other, and but you need more than that. You need a relationship daily with Him yeah. to follow, and that's what we God uses ministers to sharpen us to draw us to Jesus. So the porter opens the door and gives us a shepherd. Doesn't walk them in, walk their life. The Holy Spirit's job is to do that, and a lot of people want a daily mentor in their lives, but when you have more people, right? You don't have time to do that all the time, whether you want to. And a lot of people are looking to do that, but they don't understand when they really have that on God, they don't have time to do that. And that wears out really quick. Yeah. It's fun in the beginning. Oh, I want to minister, I'm going to help. And then you hold up. But also, when you got all these people needing help, and they're like, if you would just follow Jesus and repent, that's really, and they, well, they want to you know, I got to go, go, if I pray this seven times and do this, they want you to tell this. And it's just one word repent. God will show you the way. Yeah. Yes. And then it's like that gets too. That's that's like, oh, that's mean, bro. It's like, well, what? I, I'll pray for you that God opens your eyes. But He probably showed you. You think God just showed you one time? No, it got it got. And now you're in the belly of a well, and all you got to do is say, God, okay, I'll do it, and I'll spit you right where you're supposed to be. I mean, He'll do that, and a lot of people. It's those little rebellious things, or the Word of God, or that, or I'm not giving up this, or God told you to do that, and you're like, no, no. I know Christians says, well, I'm not, they come to God, right away, they'll, I heard it all the time say, well, I'm not doing that, or that, and I'm not giving up no, Christmas, or doing, I mean, it's like, they come to God and say, well, yeah, but this is what I'm keeping, and they're like, right then, you're like, religion isn't something you pick, it's, it's your life. It's, and Jesus is the way. He might not have you do any of them. Who knows? But you've got to have a heart willing to do whatever He tells you to do. Because much, much given, much required. You might not have to. You might get away with some things that other people don't. 
So don't that those people that aren't allowed to get away with those things start to judge other people that are doing them. You got to be careful too, unless the Holy Spirit you're preaching the word and you're showing them, and then God directs them, and then they know because you know God doesn't come here near down and you know fully just preach the whole thing you're supposed to do in one night and you wake up. It's a daily relationship. And this is others said, and he said here. And there was a division there among the Jews that there are sayings. And they said that he has a devil and he's mad. And others said, these are not the words of one with a devil. Can the, can the devil open the eyes of the blind? And there was a feast and the dedication. They walked in the temple of Solomon's church and it came. The Jews ran about him and said unto him, How long thou make us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus said to them, See, he's like, I don't, you don't have to tell. You don't have to tell people. You're Christians too. You start preaching, they should know. Jesus was preaching all the time. He's like, they just wanted him to know what they were trying to do. So tell him to like say something that they didn't really believe so they can use um, that thing. Remember a lot of times they lied about him and then they said, he said this, and he said he's the son of God or this and that. He says, and he said, you said that I am. But they, they lied and they took counsel to lie on They were trying to catch him in words so they could bring him and what they were going to do to him, but it wasn't his time, so sometimes he was silent. And he said, Be the Christ, I tell, tell us plainly. Like, why don't you just tell us? But who did he tell it to? Peter. Peter was a sheep. Right? And, and the, whole, the, the Father, they're all one, but the Father gave him revelation and said, He said, Who do you say that I am? And Jesus said, You're the Son of God, you're the Messiah. And he said, you didn't get that from man. You got that because you're a sheep. You got that because your Heavenly Father gave you that. And no one will ever take that away from you. They can tell you that He's not alive. See, that's what you get stuck in your... When you have something like that in your life, that's the, the faith that comes you'll never let anyone... Even though you doubt, He doubted Himself, God came to Him because He was a sheep. And when He, when he, when he got mad at Himself and denied Jesus three times... And he was ready to walk away because he's that revelation and his is and then that encounter he had with Jesus one more time. He never was. He was like he saw the heart of the Father. He didn't beat himself up anymore. He's like you know what. He 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 walked it out and he became he became a mighty apostle. Yes. And when he I believe he was converted right there on the eating fish with Jesus because Jesus kept saying once you are converted Jesus had to go to the Father. He had to do his thing and put the blood on there to bring conversion in the Holy Spirit. Plus, they waited on the upper room. But I'm saying, there was something that happened on that encounter with him. Jesus, he said, feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. He didn't say, feed the wolves. Feed the goats. Feed my sheep. And people keep trying to feed things that don't even want it. And they keep spitting. I was like, stop force feeding me. Sheep will eat. If it's, if it's sheep food. Sheep will eat sheep food. And goats will eat anything. They'll pretend they're listening to you. They'll go around and talk behind your back. There's a big difference. Goats eat everything and anything, and they try to eat all the sheep's food so they can get more power to go do what they do. But they're really not because of their heart. It's not for the Father because they would protect the Word. And they wouldn't be scattering sheep. And Jesus walked into the temple, and Jesus answered and said, Believe not the works which I do my, in my Father's name bear witness of me. But you don't believe. Let your works bear witness of who you are, where you come from. 
We're ambassadors. Because you are not of my sheep. As I said to you, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Sheep follow the shepherd because he brings them to the, to the food. They trust him. They know his voice. And, and, and it's from relationship. The sheep every day bringing them to where they need to go. Always bring them. It's, it's, it's so interesting if you see the whole how Jesus used sheep in that because He created sheep and He created shepherds. God created everything, everything living and being. And He knew what, what animal to pick to, 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 to really see. You can see it in a lot of different, different things, but God used that and used us to be that because it's so prophetic. And give unto them eternal life, for they shall never perish, and no one shall ever pluck them out of My hand. The porter... What is a porter? It's a doorkeeper, a doorman, a commissioner, a gatekeeper. What do you say? Apostles are like gatekeepers. A porter of the city. You know, don't let demons come in. You have a porter. It should be a prophet, a seer, you know? Someone's coming in and, and, and someone's got a gun and their intentions are to start shooting people. You should already know by the Spirit that's something that's not a sheep. Keep your eye on this guy. Don't let him. In. And if it's got a demon, you should, you know, right away. Most of it's like people just come like, and, and, and what we have now, it's not a, 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 a sheet. It's not that. It's like everybody free for all. Come to church. That's what gets you saved. And, 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 and there's all kinds of spirits. And then Jezebel comes up over here and this person comes. And then this person, everyone's doing their own ministry. And then. Nothing's been ordained by God and everyone's passing business cards. It's all about that. It's nothing about eating the the green grass. And if your intentions aren't there to be fed by the Holy Spirit and God, then just stay home. Because you might as well watch commercials on TV all day. Then then go that because then because what that is intriguing is only man motivational man's wisdom. And that's what people want. God wants to kill our flesh. Right. Why? So our spirit right. will lead us. Yeah. And we won't have to get in the spirit. We'll live in the spirit. Oh brother, I got out of the spirit. Well, yeah, because you need to die some more to the flesh. Mm-hmm. Where people can yeah. persecute you and you'll love them. You're like, why am I loving this person? Mm-hmm. Like, why do I see them differently than what I... It's like, yeah. stone them. Jesus, you know, he didn't... He looked at them and he was just like, oh, they're just blind and... He died for all those Pharisees that wanted to stone that woman. He did. He died for all the Jews. He died for all the Romans that were plucking his beard out. Because it was all. He died for them. And he's like, and because he knew beforehand that was his. You know, you know he didn't want to. Who was he? Yes, he knew he didn't. He didn't want to. He, he he fought with God in the garden. He said, "Not my will, but yours." I don't want to do this, God. None of us want to follow Jesus to the cross. But His sheep will follow Him. Whether how tough or hard it is. And any guys like, my yoke is easy. You just got to get your will out of the way. You know that it's really fun. It's really not as bad. I did all the that. And I mean, the times will come. We might face heavy stuff. But He'll be right with us. That's right. Stephen didn't say, ow, ow. He said, oh, stones were hitting him in the face. And he's like, I see the Son of Man. God can start taking you out of your body before your body even right. feels any pain. Who knows? Right. If you trust in Him. Yeah. 
That's why the devil wants to put fear on us. So we got to be on the path. Because then we'll know who to follow and what's, what's going on. Nehemiah 7 says, Now it came to pass that then the wall was built, and he had set up the doors. And the porters and the singers and the Levites were appointed. So God has appointed people to protect the folds places, and they just don't want to let no hireling in to steal and rob from the sheep. No, so they protect them. They say, no, you're a, you're a wolf. Oh, you can't say that anymore. Oh, that's not love. Well, if you're a wolf, you're a wolf. And if you're not, if you are and you worship, you need to repent. Because if you're scattering, you're not gathering. And God, Jesus is gathered unto Himself. Not unto to, to anything else but Him. Because He has life. And it's not easy in the beginning. But in the beginning, it was so awesome. What happened? Well, you, you didn't obey Him. You need to obey Him and follow Him. His known will and His unknown will. That's everybody. So when you fall in love with the known will, you'll know His will for your life. Well, where do I go? What do I, I don't know what to do. I don't, everyone, all the time, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. That's not how we're supposed to live. And people say, well, I haven't heard God for a long time. Are you in peace? Are you, are you worshiping Him? Is your life good? Yeah, yeah, but just keep doing what you're doing. Because believe me, if you're out of His will and you're really a sheep, because I know there's a lot of people that are out of His will that they think you're a sheep because they go to a church and they're like, have no conviction of anything and they're doing it. They're not really His sheep. Because God didn't lay down His life for us to, to have our best life now and do whatever we want and not even advance the kingdom of God. Every single sheep advances the kingdom of the sheep. Every single person has something they're doing to, to push back, to bring restoration of all things, and to destroy the works of darkness, and has the ministry of reconciliation, man to God. Because there's many sheep caught in the midst of all the wolves that you need to see them and pull them out. But if we don't, we just go preach to half wolves and half sheep. Well... How do you know? Well, we're just got a numbers game. If you give them a color TV to show up to a meeting and hear it, you'll get a lot of wolves come. Why waste your time? Say, Jesus is here, eternal life. Come. God will bring the sheep. Well, the crusade will only be... Well, well, it's good to get the wolves to hear that. Then they can stand on judgment day. Well, you say you heard the gospel. But don't expect all this fruit all the time because not everybody is, is a sheep. And... Because my sheep hear my voice, they'll come running in repentance. Because when they hear God's voice, they follow. If He says, come to me, all you that are heavy laden and burdened, and all you that are thirsty, I am the living water. The woman, He said, if you would have known, but she was listening to Him. Why? Because she, she was a sheep. The woman at the well, she would have said, who do you think you are? Get, get me more. Get out of here, you used to be. And took off. If she wasn't a sheep, was she sat there? Oh my God. And, and he basically convicted her of sin. And she didn't curse him out. She's like, how do you know that? And because the Holy Spirit was in Jesus working on her heart. Because she had a good heart. She was just lost. So, what happened? She met him. And then he told him who he was. Jesus will tell you when we're born again. We'll know him. And for who He is. And we'll see Him. And we'll continue to follow Him. And it says, let's go to John 8, 30-59. He spoke these words. Many believed on Him. 
Then said Jesus to those Jews which believe on Him, If you continue in My word, then you are My disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered Him, We be Abraham's seed, and they and were never in bondage to any man. How saith thou, you shall be made free? And Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committed sin is a servant of sin, and the servant abide not in the house forever. But the Son abide forever. And if the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me. So she says, make, being a Jew or a Christian doesn't make you a sheep. That's what he said. He said, I can, I can, I can get stones to be the children of Abraham. It doesn't, you're not born into this. That's what Jewish people even think. When Jesus came, you're not born into this. You still need to repent. Amen. Everybody has to eat the lamb. The lamb of God, or before Jesus came, the lamb for their sins. They had to do the, the religious duty. Jesus said, I have a new commandment, and I have a new, a, 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 a new gospel, a new um, testament of my blood, a new... And we're in the new now, and we have to repent. And we eat Him by the... And, and he said, eat my flesh, drink my blood, and you'll uh, eat my word, receive my forgiveness of your sins every day. And you will have life in you. So he says this, I speak that which I have seen my, with my father, and you do not which you have seen with your father. They answered and said, Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto them, if you were Abraham's children, see they were even thinking, if you were really a Christian, right? You say that. Oh, if you're really a Christian, then why are you doing? Why are you following that? Right? Not not judgmental. It's like people say, but you get to, everyone just says they're a Christian. You're going to listen to them. What do we do? We look at the fruit. We feel the Spirit that's talking to us. Because nobody that's not of God is going to draw us to Jesus. Nobody that's not of God, they're going to draw us to them because that's what we're created to do. The Father of the world. It's uh, it's self. That's why we have this new religion called. Self, and then we got self-help because God can't help us. We can do ourselves. Everything's ourself. Self, uh, what is it? Um, new age. So, uh, we're our own God. It's like, yeah, I'll help people. I'll be a good person, but first it's me. Yeah. And she's like, no, die yourself. Yeah. Others first. Wait a second. No, no, no. Help me get rich, God, so I can help you with the ministry. God's like, I'm going to make you broke until you get things back in perspective. See, people don't understand that it's upside down. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, oh yeah, I'm doing ministry, yeah, but in a sense, like, why do you want me to go out? Why do I got to go to your tub board meeting? Why do I got to do this, this, and this? It's like, this, this, and this. It's like, everything's about, it's like, what, what about the gospel? Like, all these meetings, it's like, there was a phase, like, eight years ago, like, everybody trying to get, like, this marketing, this marketing. Then another pastor came, he was selling knives, and this other one selling this wine stuff, and it's like, and I was like, expecting me to go all these meetings. And I'm like, no, no. And then it was a car. God had to give me dreams because they were so, how they, how they tried to get me into doing what they wanted and not what God wanted. And I was young and God gave me a dream that this car was smashed. It was this ministry of this and, you know, sell all this stuff. And then they get, they get pastors so pastors can put witchcraft on the sheep to do this. And I'm like, 
Then when I had pastors coming to me, then you got to feel like you got to do it because you want to please the pastor. And then, but God kept me out of all of it. And all of them went, all of them failed. From the water purifier all the way down to the other thing. None of them are doing it anymore and they just got a lot of people go astray. Yeah. And it's like, why don't you just wait on the Lord and obey Him? Yeah. Now I'm not saying one or two of them might have been led, but the way those type of things get you, to, you, there's a there's a thing about marketing and there's a thing about selling cars and there's a thing about that and you can sell a car in the right way and God will bless you and I believe about people but there's something about the commission business that thing about that and, and about that that can really really mess up a person when you get into that pyramid thing you want to be on top right well pyramid things is not of the kingdom. Jesus says, give and it shall be given unto you. Not take so then you can give later. So he said, and you do. It says, you do. This is the same that is um, and not born of fornication, but have one father, even God. Jesus said unto them, if, if, if God were your father, you would love me. There it is, guys. If you're really of God, they're not going to love you. If they are, they love you. This is posted this thing. Rejection is God's protection. So what if the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the, and now I mean I got so many people rejecting me. I don't have to phone all that because I was trying to please more men, please. And that I got now you know they're not even selling trying to sell me nothing anymore. It's it's awesome. You get to a place where people just they, they know they can't and the devil's like you can't. It's just it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen because you're of God. And you don't care if they love you because those that love Him will love you because you're of Him. It's like, it, 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 it's a covenant thing. If you're in covenant with God, you'll be in covenant with your brother and sister. And if you're not in covenant with, with your brothers and sisters, then you're, you're not going to be in covenant with God either. Like, it's a body of Christ. So it's like, well, the reason they don't love you because all you're doing is, and you're lo- I mean love. I'm not talking about doing things because you want to get your way. I'm talking about love. Like, not being led by your emotions or by people's, by people's witchcraft, but by the, mere, the pure love of God. And, and when people start doing that, a lot of people start growing up because a lot of people, are, 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 they love the victim mentality because everyone's got this false love and they get all this attention. Well, if they stop getting all that attention, they learn to repent and grow up and they get healed and they wouldn't be a victim anymore. They'd be, a vic- they'd be victorious They'd be set free because Jesus set us free and they'd be, get, be getting healed. But you can't see, continue to come in agreement with, with your wounds. You can't keep coming in agreement with, with all those things and think God's going to heal you. That's double-minded. It's like a woman that wants a healing get out of a wheelchair, but she wants to be pushed around the rest of her life. She says, I'm not getting out of the chair. I like, he's always pushing me around. I get everything brought to me. So what happens is you came in agreement with that, but then you tell God, I want to heal me because, or just take the pain away, but I want to stay in the chair. Give me a break. It's either all or nothing. Amen. And that's the key. People don't understand that. And, 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 and when we're not beating up wounded people, but so many people have gone to people and they've got this victim thing. It's a, but it's been like, and then you find out, you think, you, you, you're like, wow, this just happened like three months ago. You're like, when did this happen? 1972? And you're like, okay, how long have you been born? Born again. How long have you met Jesus? I met Jesus in 1975. Because that whole thing brought them to Jesus. It's like, so what happened? Because he says this. Not only does he lead us, but he restores our soul. Yes. Your spirit wasn't yes. is not a victim. Yes. 
Your spirit's over. Your soul, your soul was wounded. So he'll heal it. You've got to let him heal. And how does he heal? When you walk in the path of the light, the light just heals you automatically. Yes. The light, you healing is in the light. Jesus is the light of the world, the heal of the world. So when you get in the light and the word, the word heals that. And when you come and you're like, you become a new creation. And the glory from glory heals you. Glory heals you. You get in the glory, there's no sin and healing. Then you find out in the Word who you are, so that victim mentality, you don't have that anymore, you become a son and a daughter. Yeah, I might have been an orphan, but now I'm a son. I might have been uh, um, abused, but now I'm loved. And it's like, then you forgive, because the whole point is you got to forgive, and some people are not ready to forgive. So that's that's been the problem. And that's another thing out of the will of God. All the time you need to go back and forgive. 1974 or 72 or whenever it was and go back and forgive those people because you're like, oh, I didn't know. You just forgot about it and you've been and Satan's been tormenting you all these years because God sticks by His word. And it says, if you do not forgive men their trespasses, God will not forgive yours. So everything you do wrong, you have that obstacle of unforgiveness to that one person that's holding you in bondage in jail to this day. Because of pride in your will. Mm-hmm. Well, then you have, the, you have it all in the scriptures. Then you have the scriptures that say, well, God forgave this man all this debt, and all of a sudden, and then you all of a sudden come out, you owed all this debt, and you walk out, that's our salvation. We've, we're all born into sin, and we've all done so many things before Jesus, and He'll continue to forgive us even this day when we make mistakes because we're not perfect. But, not when we, with that big one, it's like, so, we walk out, and then, the Bible says, I'm just breaking this down, and then your brother owes you a tenth of what God paid the price for you, and you're like, pay that. And you, you say, and you beat the servant, and God's like, now all that's going to come back on you. Mm-hmm. That's what he was basically saying in that parable. Mm-hmm. It's like, so a lot of the keys of this is like, a lot of us got out of here in the Word of God, it's because of unforgiveness. Not obeying Him. Those are the key. It's like, God doesn't keep someone in the wilderness forever. And if He leads you in the wilderness, you don't have to be tempted there. He said, lead me not to temptation. Jesus was led in the wilderness, what? To make Him strong and to show Him His identity and show where He's at with the Lord and to tell the devil who He really is. So God, God, you you might be in the wilderness, doesn't mean you're in sin. You're in the perfect will of God and He'll he'll feed you with the ravens and, and He'll... And he'll, you'll drink the brook, and if it dries up, he'll bring you to the widow woman. You'll be in a perfect world, God. You'll still be happy, pleased, and in communication with God. And hear him. Elijah heard the angel. He'll send an angel. Yes. He's not going to send nothing when you're in disobedience. Right. Elijah was in obedience, but he was frustrated. He didn't think that, you know, it should be like this. And now he's running from Jezebel. What did you do? You just kill 400 prophets of It's like, because he let things get in his mind, yes. and the enemy come in here. And his faith had to come in. But God came to him. Why? Because he was obedient. Elijah was obedient. He wasn't perfect. He didn't suffer. He didn't get it. He did get right. But right away, God came to him and and restored him. That's our our Psalms 91 protection with God when we walk in his word and we obey him. Even when when, when all the whole world is getting turned upside down, he will keep us in perfect peace. It will be supernatural. Yes. And that's what what's what our training of the word does. Let me hurry up because. And he said to the truth, you believe not. He that is of God heareth my words, and therefore them, uh, therefore they hear them because 
They do not hear them because they're not of God. They don't hear them because they're not of God. Then answered the Jews and said unto him, Say we not well that we are a Samaritan and has a devil? And Jesus answered and said, I am not a devil, but I honor my Father, and you dishonor me. See, if you're really walking in the Spirit and doing right, and people dishonor you, it's really God they're dishonoring. Remember Jesus said, If they don't receive you, let your peace come back to you. Dust off your feet. And basically, now, you've got to make sure that you're sent by God. And you know when you are, because... It's flowing out of you because of living water and you're, and, and you're being patient and loving and kind. It's not saying you're being quiet and you're whispering and you're being productive. You're being bold, but you're being in love and you're being in truth. And seek not my own glory. There is one that seeketh his and, and judgment. Verily I say unto you, if a man keep my sayings, he shall never see death. Keep, what is it saying? His word. His word. Never see death. Then said the Jews unto him, now we know that you have a devil. <laughs> and... And Abraham is dead, and the prophets. And thou sayest, if a man keep my sayings, he shall never taste of death. Art thou greater than Father Abraham, which is dead, and the prophets are dead? Whom maketh you thyself? Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father that honoreth me. Of whom you say, that he is your God. Yet you have not known him, but I know him. And if... I should say I know him not, I shall be a liar. Like unto you. See, the devil and people with that will bring confusion to you when you really hear God. That's another trick to get you out. You got to stand on what you know. And if you don't, because you've gotten out there, you're like, well, is that, no? Now why are you confused? You weren't confused before you talked to that person. (laughs) Backtrack to the last person you talked to when you got confusion in witchcraft. That's good. And go back and see. What did they say? Because even if it's contrary to what she's not going to put you under witchcraft, it might put you under conviction, but not witchcraft and confusion. Because confusion means, I heard God, I was going this way, but now something said, and they said they're of God, but really they're not, but really I'm not really in the, in, in the Word, so I'm in confusion because I'm not really, and then you get to this place where you just don't listen to nothing anymore but yourself. I know Him, and not shall be a liar like unto you. Oh, this is good. And if I know him not, I shall be a liar like unto you. But I know him. Am I what kind of? Imagine you saying something like that. You're a devil, and your father's devil. People, people are like, we don't even do that. All we do is say, hey, you got to repent. That's not God. That's not the way you do it. It's like Jesus just totally told them who they were. That's not love. I mean, how is that love in your eyes? He's telling them, and all they were is, you know, they were just reading the Bible and trying to know more than Jesus. Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Before Abraham was, I am. And he is, I am. Mm -hmm. Then took the the stones, then they wanted to stone him. And Jesus hid hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and, and so passed by. They couldn't even touch him, because he was walking in the will of God. Because he was on the path of righteousness, because he was following Jesus. That's the most unsafe place to be is in the temple if you're Jesus. <laughs> if you're born again, Holy Spirit, to be in some churches is the most dangerous place because they got the biggest rocks in the churches. You're better off going and preaching on a corner at Carnival than some churches. I've, I've, I've got news to tell you. John 12, 35 through 50. 
Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light. You walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For you walk in dark and knoweth not whether he goeth. While you have light, believe in the light, that you may be the children of light. These things spoke Jesus, and they departed himself. But though he had done so many miracles before them, I'm going to skip down, I think it's the Pharisees, and nevertheless among the chief rulers, the Pharisees came, and says, talking about Elias, he says, he cried, he said, him believeth me, believeth not, but him that sent me. This is John, did you guys catch where I was? Now I'm in John 12. All through the book of John is about hearing his voice. A lot of these scriptures aren't even in the other epistles. And, and John was really about the light, hearing his voice, and walking in the Word. He said, For nevertheless among the chief, he said, For they love the praise of man and the praise of God. That's what's going on today. Yeah. Big crowds. I want to be known on the radio station, the praise of man, being on TV. God put you on TV, you better be preaching the gospel. Now, I'm telling you a lot, a lot of people put themselves on TV because God would never have someone putting them on TV preaching another gospel. You say, well, how do you know that? Well, because He wouldn't have you preaching another gospel on TV. And you say, how do they get the money? Well, they got deceived a lot of people. Yeah. And a lot of people that had a lot of money. So, then they had a lot of numbers, so it was easier to deceive because you're deceiving, You it's like... It's like this. If you got four people and they're moving around, how you, you know, you got to hit a target. Well, you got a mass crowd. You just, you're going to be hitting everything. So it's easier to do words of knowledge, fake healings. or And you know what's funny? There's authentic people out there that really are seeking God and God's just like, whatever, let them do that. I'm going to draw them to me and I'm going to touch the light. And that guy's going to be like, you did this and this and I never knew you kind of thing. And depart from me, work of iniquity. Yeah, just because God does do things even in the midst of all those things. Right. But He never would ordain someone to preach another gospel. That's right. Oh, you check Jehovah. You have all kinds of religions on TV. And how do they pay for the airways? Well, they got money. Yeah. There's money in the world. But God's going to lay it up for the, the, the wicked. It's going to end up turning over to the righteous to, to bring the gospel right. to all the world. See, people, religion will make you try to simmer down or calm down or... Mm -hmm. It's like, what do you mean? They did that to Jesus. Mm -hmm. They said he was a devil. I mean, they, he was the calmest devil I knew. You know, I'm not, mm -hmm. not, not saying he's a devil, but my gosh, they're so deceived by what they see. So why do you think they're not going to lie about you? And it's the minute you start to listen to what people say when you know it's not from God is when your confusion will come on you. That's right. For I have not spoken of myself, but my Father which sent me and gave me the commandment that I, I should say and what I should speak. And I know that the commandment... You, everyone can stand up. The commandment is life everlasting. Whosoever I speak, therefore... Amy, if you, if you want to come up. Even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. I'm going to end with this John here. John 18. And I want to get it back to hearing His voice. Because the voice of a stranger we don't have to follow. And... and how do we end up following a stranger? Is disobedience to His voice the first time. Or His Word. Because God gives us a protection. And in the anointing is protection. In the anointing is the covering. Under His glory is the covering. Satan waits to get you out by the enticements and the temptations of our flesh and of our own desires 
to get us out there for a minute so we can start to send somebody to say something that we want to like. Or because Jesus never said it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be easy walk. He said, it, 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 pick up your cross and deny yourself. It, but I am with you, and I'm going to lead you by the side. And it, there's all these promises, and there's all these other things, and then there's all this. Uh, I tell you what, Satan knows everybody that went up front and said the prayer and gave their life to Jesus. You no, know he did. He marked you. God marked you, and then Satan marked you to say. Get them. Let's hope they never get in the Word. Let's hope they never get around community and get in the truth and repent all the time. Then it's like, we'll just wait and then keep pushing them away. Give them the tent. He's already got everybody else. He doesn't have to work on the world. He has them. He works on the ones on the outside. He cannot. Let me get because I'm not gonna, I'm not rearing to say there's peace, joy, and righteousness in the path. He works on the ones that step out in line because he wants to take them all the way out. But the prodigal son came to realize, you know what? Even not being an apostle, not being a prophet, not having my own business in my father's house, I could hear my father. There was protection. There was peace. I knew there was food. And I knew, and he didn't realize he had everything. So he's like, this isn't even worth it. And he ran back home. And that's what God is saying today. Many people... Don't know what they're doing. They're in confusion. And God just says, Seek me. Repent. Consecrate yourself. Go on a fast. Seek me. And repent. And God is the God of 50,000 chances if you do it. But we are designed to hear His voice. And the voice of a stranger we will not follow. Whether it comes to a man with a priest outfit on or a man with flip-flops and shorts doesn't matter the sheep look like sheep and the biggest problem is the wolves that look like sheep the wolves that look like sheep said they're the wolves in sheep's clothing why they're calm they're soothing they give you attention but they have an agenda they have an agenda and it's not the Father's business. Some, don't want to be, some become wolves because they just want to attract people to follow them on Facebook. You can become a wolf and not even know you're a wolf because you're getting people away from the destiny and the thing because you're spitting out scripture and prophecy that's not coming out by the Spirit of God in His timing. You're bringing disruption. Speak by the Spirit of God. Follow the Spirit of God. Father, we repent right now. Let's just repent right now in this place if you're willing to. If you want to hear His voice. We were created to hear His voice. We were not created to be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by the slight of man's hand, but to hear His voice. We weren't created to eat at the table of Jezebel. We were created to eat at the table of the Lord. He said He set a table before us in the presence of our enemies. That means when, when our enemies are all around and we're at the table with Jesus and we're dining with Him and there's... Are you worried about your enemies around you? No, you, got, you know what's in front of you. And you know who He is, so you know that you're saved. You know that you're, you're protected. It doesn't matter how many people talk about you. It doesn't matter how many people come against you. And you're surrounded. Your whole house might be surrounded by... All of Israel is surrounded by their enemies, but if they know their God, God, they know they're going to protect them. He's done it time and time again. And He's not a man that He can lie. So, Father, we thank You. And we ask You, Father God, just as Joe said before, 
Open our ears and put eyes on our eyes, God, that we might hear your voice. Last scripture, John 18, 37. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou the king? Jesus answered, Thou, you say that I am king. This end was I born. And for this cause came I unto, into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Now we're born again, that we will bear witness to the truth. Jesus passed the baton to many. Remember he said, greater works we do, we will bear witness of the truth. We, we are the light of the world. Well, we're, we're a city on a hill. Well, Jesus saying, I'm going to multiply myself in the world so more people will be saved. I could only do so much in one body, in one walking with, 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 with you twelve. But I'm going to disperse you twelve, and then I'm, your twelve are going to multiply more, and the church is going to be started. And there's going to be many Christians, real Christians, Christ light candlesticks, candlesticks or lampstands running around full of the word and oil. And he said, this cause I came into the world that they will bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth hears, here he said again in John 18, hears my voice. Pilates said unto him, what is truth? Well, he should have said you're looking at it. Jesus is truth. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And he said, his word is a lamp unto our feet. So, People are trying to say, well, I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. But they don't, they don't, they leave the word out. And there's only so far you can get with just the Holy Spirit and not the word. Because if you don't know the known will of God, the enemy will get you off. Yeah, God told you to go there, but and he didn't tell you to go there and partake of that sin. The word tells you you can't do that. It's, you need both. It's the, it's the word and the spirit. Everyone that is in the truth hears my voice. But he said unto him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews and said unto them, I find no fault in this man. Father, we thank you, God, that you find no fault in us, even when they find fault in us, God. No matter what, the Spirit of truth will bear witness that we are the sons of God, that our spirit will bear witness for those that speak of God. And those that speak of their own. We draw people to Jesus. We speak of Jesus now. Jesus spoke of the Father and we speak of Him. Not of our own. Not of our own ministry. Not of our own self. Not of our own way. Not of our own doctrine. But Him. No man can die for you. Only Jesus. No gospel can set you free. But the gospel of Jesus Christ. No word has power. But the power of Jesus Christ. To them that are perishing, the cross means nothing. But to us, it is the power of God. And Jesus bore that cross and rose again that we could have power with Him. And He said, the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside you. The same Spirit that led Him to the cross is inside of you. The same Holy Spirit now that Jesus had, He's given to us. And the power thereof. So Father, we thank You. We repent for our sins today, God. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, forgive me, forgive me. for disobeying you, for following my own way, 
I consecrate myself. You know, this next 21 days fasting, I ask you to set me apart unto you that I will hear your voice so clearly because it's my will to follow your will. It's my will to follow you. I'll go wherever you go. I'll say whatever you tell me to say. I'll be whatever you tell me to be. My life is not my own. You bought me on the cross. And I receive your blood today. I ask you to lead me by the still waters, away from the wolves, and into your green pastures. I thank you that you promised me eternal life, that you will lead me in the path of righteousness, that you will fill me with oil. I will pay the price. I will buy the oil. I will be refined like the gold. That I will hear you. That your glory inside of me will be the hope to the nations. The hope to my family. And I will not be a man pleaser. But I will be a God pleaser. I won't be a man chaser. But I will be a God chaser. Anything that separates me from the will of God separate out of my life Father I decree and declare this as my prayer today in Jesus name do not let me step one foot out of your will in Jesus name Amen